welcome to Conveyancing Matters with Lorraine and Stu. Join us for a chat about all things property. Hi Stu, how are you doing? Hi, not bad yourself? Yeah, I'm all right. Oh, I, I, I sounded a little bit Suffolk then. I sounded <laughs> right. a little bit Suffolk, Norfolk. <laughs> Worry, it just twangs, it twangs in occasionally. Okay. <laughs> but uh, anyway, what are we going to talk about? Yeah, so stamp duty land tax, holly bobs, stamp That's duty right. land tax today. So good old Rishi announced in July that we were all going to go on a stamp duty holiday until the end of March 2021. Lots of fuss in the paper, Stu, lots of hoo-ha, lots of isn't it Marv, isn't it Marv. So, um, you know, you've been in the eye of the storm, mate. Where, where have you found it? Where has PCS been in the last three months? You know, is the old stamp duty thing all it's cracked up to be? I don't think so, I'm afraid. Um, you know, there's been lots and lots of sort of um, positive um, publicity regarding the holiday. I'm just not so sure I buy into it. For me personally, I think that those looking to buy a property that they've made up their mind that, that they want to, and I'm not sure that the stamp duty, I know, I know it's a pain in the bum, but I'm, I'm not sure the stamp duty actually means somebody can't. I think it means that they'll buy that same property or property type in maybe six months or 12 months they continue to save up but i'm not really sure it, it it sort of means that there's going to be more people buying and therefore more people selling it's not one you know that that, that convinces me and for me i just think that we've come out of you know a, a, a such a strange situation where you know we had the sort of demise of brexit that seemed to, to come and go all of a sudden and the property market was on a real high. January was, 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 was phenomenal. February was phenomenal. March, even though we lost, you know, the last week of it with, with, with the lockdown, etc. you know, March was still on numbers, a really good month. And to go from those highs to the sort of low of April and May, where the work was, you know, there's hardly anybody moving really. Um, to go to that that sort of low, and 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 for the government and their governing bodies to all come out and say that they you know they didn't recommend that you know part of the moving process go ahead. To go from that extreme to then June, whereby the lockdown was all partially lifted, and you know the property industry was one that had that sort of shot in the arm. You know, you you guys go ahead and crack on. Yeah, it was unbelievably busy. Probably the busiest I've ever ever known it in my entire time. You know, in the last 23, 24 years. So June was phenomenal for, for PCS. And basically, you know, anybody you spoke to, whether it be a mortgage broker, an estate agent, a surveyor, a law firm, everybody was reporting that, you know, it was unprecedented, the amount of new business that was coming on. So to then, right in the middle of it, receive, um, you know, confirmation of, of the stamp duty holiday seemed to, to me personally, strange timing, because I don't think it was necessarily needed. Um, and, all I think that's happened as a result of it is you've just pulled a lot of your pipeline further forward. So you, know, you, you could argue that, yeah, I want to realise that pipeline as soon as possible, obviously. But for me, you're now going to have a situation where in, in, in April and, and May, when the holiday ends, I, you know, and, and because the limit was up to 500, I just don't see many transactions going through, you know, after after the, the end of end of March for me. So I'm not. So yeah, sure I mean, I think I think part of the problem is, um, you know, we're probably in a bit of a honeymoon period now. I mean, I think to be fair, coming out of lockdown, we probably were anyway. 
Um, I mean, I'm getting, you know, I'm coming at this from a slightly different angle from you, Stu, obviously. I mean, you know, with my sort of training hat on and my locuming hat, really. Uh, didn't do any locuming during lockdown, unsurprisingly. But um, so I kind of, I'm hearing a lot of different pictures and a lot of different stories from around the country. And certainly, you know, some firms just retrenched completely and basically put an out of office on and said, sort of, see when it's all over. Uh, and they probably won't be opening their doors again, I would suggest. Others really, you know, I think pivoted to home working um, for their staff uh, as quickly as they could and were and maintained a profile, which I think was really important. But um, I'm sort of unconvinced that, uh, you know, the stamp duty holiday, I agree entirely. I'm not convinced that it was needed right now. Um, I wondered whether it might have been made more sense, bit closing the door after the horse has bolted now. And unfortunately, Rishi's not going to listen to me, which is a bit of a shame. I tweet him occasionally. But I hear, uh, you know, I just get the, uh, you know, the tumbleweed going down the front of my uh, my phone. Stu, I never actually get a reply. But, um, but the thing is, um, I wonder whether it might have made more sense to see what was happening to the market in the autumn when that furlough period ends to see kind of then whether from six months from then the market needed a shot in the arm because I just really worry that you know there's going to be fewer conveyances out there because of the lot because of what we're all experiencing um therefore there's just going to be an enormous logjam of work into March so we all might as well all book our holidays in April because nobody's going to be moving and going anywhere because everyone's going to have that panic to complete before the deadline um unless of course he feels the need to kind of push the line of kick the ball into the long grass and lose the tax revenue <laughs> that he would have been getting but i just think actually the real crunch time is coming into autumn and winter with the ending of furlough and, and actually yeah. that's going to have i think the biggest impact on the market and he might have done better to wait so i completely agree with you on that point I think you've got a situation where you've had people that have been doing nothing for two or three months that, that, that potentially wanted to do some conveyance. Oh, and the rest, and the rest. Yeah, and, and, and the rest. So, so, so they're now starting to, to transact. You've had people that have taken reflection uh, during that period that have wanted to upsize because maybe they were you know, stuck in a flat, you know, no garden, etc. Maybe people wanted to downsize as well. So... There's people that have taken sort of that period to reflect and are now transacting. I think there's thought processes that there could be another lockdown in the future. Yeah. There's a thought process that we're coming into autumn straight winter. So people want to get things tied up before then. And then, of course, the real, real key to the whole thing is the possibility of unemployment really increasing. Mm. And that naturally must happen with the furlough scheme ending. You know, undoubtedly that there will be people that are furloughed that, that unfortunately won't be going back to work. And that must be, you know, a big thing for a lot of people that are looking to potentially move. And if they can get um, that process concluded before, um, you know, they, they have to face the music kind of thing, then, then they'll do so. So for me, I really think that the furlough scheme ending October, November will be the key time frame. You know, if unemployment does go up substantially, you know, will that affect the market? And at that point, an, an injection, you know, of, of, of goodwill into the market would have been very welcome. So it would have made sense to me that that would have been the perfect timing to have done it. But, you know, we should... I, I would have thought so. I would have thought of some analysis into the sort of December, January time and, and, and poke it up for six months from February, really. 
but because um, also I'm wondering whether as a matter of course and I kind of asked this to people on my invariable sort of zoom training now Stu because obviously I've not been in a classroom with people for quite a long time but whether conveyance is a matter of course now particularly on transactions that might have dragged out a bit whether conveyances are asking um, you know at the point of exchange for example just before you're going to commit um you know about a, a buyer well are you on furlough and or are you aware of any redundancy consultation that might involve your job because i would suggest inevitably that's got to be something that's got to be reported to a lender and i think that also what potentially conveyances are going to be facing is quite a backlash from lenders if we kind of bang on and push through uh, you know a bunch of transactions without making that proper inquiry uh, maybe mm -hmm. a bit of a see no evil hear no evil let's just punt this through because again if prices fall off a cliff and the, the problem is and i digress but a lot of people are too young to remember it happening you know i was made i qualified in 1991 and i was made redundant in the 91 property crash six months after i qualified and that's probably the reason i'm sitting here today is because i just carried i, d I did as many things as i could yeah. and if i developed <laughs> a skill i never let it go because I always I had that spectre of redundancy right at the beginning of my career and that just changed everything for me and I realized it wasn't necessarily a job for life um, but I think you know the problem is going to be that if um, these transactions are pushed through by conveyances and then there's a drop-off in the market the lenders are absolutely going to have the conveyances in their sites if there's negative if there's repossessions negative equity difficulty you know a lot a high instance of repossessions into the middle part of next year i can guarantee the lenders will have absolutely no hesitation in targeting the conveyances and crawling all over their files and if they found that someone was on furlough or worse still being made redundant and the, the conveyancer didn't inquire i think that's going to be a big problem for conveyances undoubtedly you know we receive that mortgage offer from the bank that is based on a set criteria at that mm. time and I think um, a, a popular myth that people really don't quite understand, when I say people, you know, anybody within the industry, whether it be clients, agents, you know, everyone, even some lawyers I've come across don't quite get this point. And that is that the mortgage offer is a contract made between the client and the lender. It doesn't tie in with exchanging contracts. So, of course, you can exchange contracts, a buyer and a seller are legally bound, but the bank's not tied into that contract. So, you know, once i foresee sort of greater problems i can see people that are exchanging they're, they're pushing for completion and then during you know the october period when the furlough scheme comes to an end if all of a sudden their their credit rating or all their personal circumstances has changed um banks will, will withdraw mortgage offers so i think yes there is um, a situation whereby a conveyance uh, a mortgage broker you know you are under an obligation to report your client's personal circumstances to the lender but equally, I think there's a great risk that mortgage offers will be withdrawn from clients, mm. no matter where they are in, in the stage of buying and selling. You know, they could have already exchanged, looking to complete in a few days, all of a sudden the, the mortgage offer has been, been pulled from them. And I can remember this only too well during the last recession, it did happen. Yeah, I think also then what conveyances need to be doing, don't they, Stu, is actually, and I hate to say this, but I say this a lot on courses and stuff, is actually going back to their standard reports, going back to what they're advising their clients. And I would bet every conveyance in the country has got something buried in their report or their TNCs about if your circumstances change, you must tell us. 
I'm yeah. sorry, but if you've got a client who says, didn't read it, didn't understand it, the conveyancer will be stuffed, I think is the legal phrase. So I think conveyancers need to be revisiting their standard reports and really bringing these sorts of things right to the top of the pile and making it really clear. I mean, the point you've just re made really well, this idea that, well, if you exchange, if your offer's pulled, it's pulled. Which, of course, funnily enough, brings us back to the age-old... Um, the, you know the chestnut that's been doing the rounds for the last few months due of course is um and not necessarily where we intended this conversation to go but is of course the old the good old simultaneous exchange and completion you know it saved a lot of bacon throughout the lockdown and i think the point you make about offers being withdrawn is a very very good one and i think conveyances are not going to be um gung-ho rushing into exchanges and uh, you know with, with a longish completion date um you know they're probably going to be sitting on the simultaneous now we all know it's got its faults yeah but yeah. I've, i try and explain i try and express a simultaneous sometimes to be the least worst option but ultimately what i also think people forget um Stu, is that we advise and the client instructs we oh, say yeah. these are your options these are the risks what do you want us to do? And I think that balance is often really lost. And I just think this whole stamp duty land tax, hooray, you know, let's get our flip flops on and go for a holiday is actually masking, uh, you know, much, much bigger issues about, about the property market. But um, yeah. I think maybe we should be packing our bucket and spades for next April, mate, because, you know, I nobody's going so. I certainly think know. so. Now, we're, we're, we're paid to advise the client not to make their decision, of course. Um, but these are going to be unprecedented times and i don't think it's you know reasonable for a client to uh you know to, to you know expect a client to have this kind of knowledge and for me going forward it's going to be very quiet in in the months after this holiday breaks and for me it's you know it's not necessarily a good thing they've introduced this measure for me it's just pulling all your pipeline further forward it's putting more stress on the conveyancing industry um, yeah. more stress on the property industry because it's not just the lawyers course it's the estate agents it's the mortgage brokers it's the surveyors it's the removal companies you're putting a big burden on on the whole industry to to, to you know yeah, cope yeah. with probably another third again in terms of volume and uh, and of course with with that uh, you know natural problems are going to arise i think also it occurred to me perhaps um perhaps in conclusion Stu, actually that where we are now, kind of, you know, mid 2020, well, that's actually fine. But it occurred to me the penny's not going to drop for a lot of people um, that they want to and can move till around about Christmas. And they're going to think, I can still do this in three months. Um, so I, you know, I can see a lot hitting the fan in that first three months of, of 2021. I reckon I'll perhaps have quite a lot of locum work then, won't I? <laughs> you, might be, you might be in luck. You might be in luck. <laughs> It'd be a good I thing for yourself. Day. Well, on that uh, on that shameless plug, really, Stu, that's the only way I can describe it, isn't it? Well, stamp duty, a little bit crap, but Lorraine will be available for bar mitzvahs <laughs> and weddings. Um, thanks ever so much for that, lovely. And uh, again, stamp duty, no doubt, is going to be another one we return to. So see you soon. No problem. Take care, Lorraine. Bye.